it's elite POV. Coming live to your area on twitch.tv. We are your number one place for everything in the world of all elite wrestling. And just remember, when you're with us, you'll always be elite. Yo, it's clear to see when you open up your feed that ain't nobody better than Elite POV. We bring the heat to your screen every week cause ain't nobody better than Elite POV. So understand every time that we speak that ain't nobody better than Elite POV. Our three letters is all you'll ever need cause ain't nobody better than Elite POV. Good evening, Elite! Boy, you can't steal my shit. <laughs> What's up, everybody? And welcome to Gimmick Elite infringement. POV, where it's podcast time, and you know what that means. I'm one of your hosts, stealing another host's gimmick. Phil Catalabi, you can call me Philium. Alongside said host, who does the gimmick, the Canadian Prince, Kyle Masters. What is up? Yeah, I'm doing okay, except my gimmick just got stolen. I don't know what to do anymore. Well, I don't even know. I can't rap like you, so I can't steal your gimmick. So, like, Listen, call me NXT 2.0, baby. We stealing gimmicks. You're like you're like our Matt. You're like our uh, our platinum Max, and I'll I'll be uh, I'll be Anthony Bones. I mean, you are the you are you would be the tougher one out of the both of us. So, in fairness, I'm okay with that. Yeah, take, uh, I'm gonna take a wrestling but, court. But then that would mean Jackie would think all oh, my bars are trash. Oh, just saying. Just Jackie's saying. a good rapper. And speaking of Jackie, uh, the draw, Jackie Rodriguez, a.k.a. the Max Caster hater. What is up? Wow. Yeah. What's up? Wow. Starting off like real hot and like so slandering spicy. me over here. I said what I said, though. What's up, everyone? Mm. Welcome on into the chat. Nice to see all y'all in here. We are just a few way, a few days. Wow. A few days away from AEW Revolution. The cards looking stacked. Dynamite was lit last night, so I can't wait to talk about it. And our <laughs> final host on the show, we have Cody Rhodes, live and direct. He's here. We saw him. We saw Play the we song. <laughs> Damn it. Now my shit's all out of focus. Yeah. That's <laughs> so what you get. Anthony DeStefano. Hi, guys. My what father said. When I was younger, uh, leave, leave the company that you started. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it goes, right? I think so. Yeah. yeah. Man, Where's the 10-second count is going to be wild. Oh, yeah. 10-second count. Um, In case you guys didn't know, I did a show called The 5-Second Rule, which is me, my other friend Kyle, yeah, and our, our buddy Brad. And it was uh, a comedy show, and it was the most outrageous thing you've ever heard. If you listen to our after show, it's that times 10. And tonight we're bringing it back wrestling form for Patreon and it's going to be free for everyone to check out. It's called the 10 second count. You get it. Five second rule, 10 second count. Happy T. Thank you for the gifted sub. And Kyle masters is now going to be the third chair on that show. Kyle Kyle earned his spot because he was a listener and a Patreon of the five second rule. Oh man. That was my favorite show. You love to see it work every time. You yep. love to see it. Making dreams come true, you know? No, I actually got to see it in person, live. Yeah. And it is mm-hmm. the craziest experience ever. Yeah. It is the it is like Ant at like top form because mm-hmm. we always say on the show every week, right, that Ant is just so witty 
right? We used to say on Rant with Ant that I feel like Ant's already lived this life because he knows exactly what to say, like, immediately. And that show is just perfect for that. So if you love Ant's wittiness, that's the perfect show to listen or to. Or my tittiness, either one, both. Wittiness or tittiness. Double Ds, I'm trying to see them. My department. Get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you want to steal gimmicks? I'm stealing gimmicks. I'm the tits on the show now, okay? Yeah, I like his better. <laughs> oh, Jeez, okay. This, this went off the rails real fast. Wow, okay. But if it's your first time listening, sorry for all that. But we do this show every Thursday live on slash Elite POV with replays available later on YouTube.com slash Elite POV in anywhere you guys find your podcast. If you want to support the show, head on over to patreon.com slash Elite POV where you'll get great shows like the 10 second count. We're definitely excited that top girl talk nerdy elite will be recorded next Monday. So definitely look out for that where me, Kyle and Jamie get into nerd culture stuff. The first episode will be about the book of Boba Fett and everything going forward. So definitely look forward to that. Which and then Elite the POV. every next, every, every Friday. So every yes. Friday of a week, you should be getting a different Patreon show. Top girl talk, yes. mm-hmm. 10 second count the whole nine. Yes. It will be Patreon day for us over here at elite POV and then elite POV merch.com to pick up some great merchandise. We have our logo shirt up there and we have the great shirt that everyone's loving baby faces. Don't, have friends. We saw that a lot yeah. on Dynamite last night. We saw last that night. a lot last right. night. We also have a third and design yes. up there. Yes, what's the third design? Uh, you can get it in coffee cup form. You don't need a coffee oh, cup. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Out there. Yes, yes. I forgot. I forgot. That, I, that's a must-buy for me. I, I, I'm going to need to get that coffee cup. Yeah. The more design. And listen, way. we have a ton of stuff to talk about. So let's jump right into it, right? But first, Biggest for, news of the week. Before the huge announcement. I'm going to yeah. let you finish. Stay tuned Saturday because I think we're going to have a huge announcement. Oh, breaking announcement Uh, on Saturday. An announcement about the announcement. We're going to announce on Saturday the announcement is coming. That's what that's. (laughs) I wear a bracelet that says, What would Tony Khan do? Okay. And that's. Hold up. I'm just living the gimmick. I forgot to send this to everybody today. I literally saw someone created a Tony Khan announcement generator where you click (laughs) it and it, it generates a random announcement. That's pretty funny. But speaking of announcements, sorry, Phil. I just wanted to tease our announcement because our announcement's not as big, but we should make it feel that big. Yes. So definitely stay tuned for that this weekend. And a little side announcement. If you guys are going to Icons, whatever, Collector's Fest, whatever the hell it was called, uh, in Philadelphia at the ECW Arena at the end of March, me and Ant will be there. So if you're there, come say hi, meet some great people. AW Star is going to be there. Nyla Rose. You have Lance Archer, Sky Blue. Uh, Tony Storm, Juice Sky Robinson, Blue. the Hardy Boys, Sky, Sky Blue. Blue, Sky Blue, Sky Blue, Sky Blue, <laughs> Santana and Ortiz just got announced. Dylan, so. Dylan, <laughs> Yeah, Buddy Murph, uh, Buddy Matthews is going to be there. So and Sky Blue, and finally Sky Blue. <laughs> so if you're in the area and you're there. Uh, you me, yourself, we will be people. there. Oh yeah. yeah so speaking Blue. of Nyla Rose, I I tweeted out yesterday. I'm like, yo, can we can Nyla Rose run the AW Twitter account? Because she's she the please. best follow Man, on Twitter. She definitely should. <laughs> she should. <laughs> but like, now on to the biggest news of, I don't know, last couple of years, I think. So AEW this week starts off with Tony Khan actually being the one making the announcement. So you knew it was going to be big. We were hearing different rumors throughout the week. And one of them ended up being true. Tony Khan is now the official owner of Ring of Honor. Cool. This is massive. This is huge. I want to start with Jackie. 
What do you think of this? And what do you think this means going forward for AW and the wrestling business as a whole? Great, great news. Um, I know that everybody had been speculating up until this point of what they thought it could be and um, high in contention. And thanks a little bit to uh, Insider Kimmy for some <laughs> some info there. But um, we kind of had a feeling that it could be the purchase of ROH, and it was. And I think that it was a bombshell for the wrestling industry. Um, it's going to be very interesting to see. I think the speculation right now is that they're going to utilize Ring of Honor as a developmental base for AEW. But just knowing that they now have the entire library at their disposal Hopefully that opens some doors for a future streaming service. Um, I think that the potential here is really great, especially now for collaboration. They did say that the contracts of the uh, previous Ring of Honor talent were not part of the acquisition, but you know that they're going to end up working something down the line where there is going to be some collaboration and some potential dream match situations. So Good for Tony. Um, this is like this is freaking major news, and I can't wait to see where they go with this. So, for <laughs> clarification on the contracts, if um, everybody who's listening to this, people in the chat, remember when Ring of Honor said that they were kind of slowing down and, and not operating anymore at the end of last year, all contracts were cut. So, even though like Jonathan Gresham is still their um, world champion and like. Uh, Josh Woods is their uh, pure champion and stuff like that. They're, they hold the titles, but they're not under contract. So there wasn't any, any contracts really to pick up, right? So I think Tony Khan lucked out with that. And we have a sentence in the chat saying that <clears throat> we're starting to hear word that they might use it as their NXT. I guess we'll see what happens. But uh, Kyle, what do you think about all of this? And are you excited? Um, I was so excited. This was one of the le- the, the main things main main things i thought he was going towards with all this this big announcement um i'm glad it ended up being true um the, the other side rumor was that uh hbo was going to be a a streaming service for aw for a content library which it still might being under the turner umbrella um now that they've acquired a library they can go and get a streaming service that's appealing mm-hmm. to streaming services right now having that massive library and having the library they already have for AEW. So it's not out of the realm of possibility that HBO is around the corner still. This is just a really, really big announcement. To, and especially, it's it's, sh- it's shaken up the wrestling world. Like, he just literally purchased Ring of Honor for what the rumored 20 to $40 million, um, which is incredible. So it's, it's, only, it, it's all good things here. Um, people were like, oh, man, the roster has got really big. I'm like, well, no, they didn't bring over the roster. He bought the company. And Mm -hmm. it was back in November that they said that everyone that was contracted to Ring of Honor is not contracted to the company anymore and become independent contractors. So Tony Khan, they're not, they're not, everyone that was with Ring of Honor is not part of Ring of Honor. He'll pick and choose who he wants. And I'm sure we're going to see a lot of talent now appear over the next couple of weeks. And hopefully women wives, they really built that women's division really good over there. So I'm glad, I'm sure we're going to see a few women jump over uh, sometime soon, but this is a really good acquisition by Tony Khan. Uh, very, very good business decision. And the biggest thing I'm taking away out of this, and it's the thing I'm most excited for, is you guys remember Ring of Honor and New Japan had a partnership. Once a year, they would have their G1 Supercard. Tony Khan now owns Ring of Honor. We're sure to get an AW New Japan Supercard sometime soon. 
So now the G1 Supercard will become AEW, or it could still be Ring of Honor, but we're going to get AEW stars be part of this giant Supercard that will for sure happen in the future. So this this was more, and I just don't understand how I saw so much negativity, much, it, it, there's always going to be negativity. You know, there's, there's always going to be people who are going to be against stuff in the wrestling world, but like... I was so excited when he when when he finally announced this. It's just I can't wait. I I just want I'm like a little boy in a candy shop. I just want that. <laughs> I just want that super card already because that's going to be insane. And Ant, now as somebody who during WrestleMania weekend a few years ago, still right, sitting there, still sitting sat there. there, still sitting there watching Super Card of Honor while Takeover is being amazing. How do you feel about this acquisition? Um, I love it because it presents aew another way to filter out talent and filter them somewhere else so they don't have to lose their jobs um it also you know the the thing that i love the most is you're getting the video library right so when aew starts the streaming you can watch cm punk's career you can watch danielson's career you can watch the beginning of these and i think that's huge all in for instance owned by Ring of Honor, right? We can now watch all in. I think this Ring of Honor and and Cody and obviously the revolution doesn't happen, right? Ring of Honor helped with that platform. And I know people are mad because Tony Khan, Tony Khan bought it, but they were going but- out of business. Like they were, yeah, they were going out of business. Yeah. Like that company was done. Sinclair didn't give a shit. And Tony Khan stepped in as a wrestling fan. And I truly think people are like, oh, he killed him. He bought, he killed him and then he bought him. Well, guess what? If he did, it's competition. But if he didn't, now you have more places where you can work because I don't think he's going to close Ring of Honor. I think Ring of Honor is going to act as a stepping stone for AEW, almost like a talent filter. Mm -hmm. Christian Cage, who's not doing anything right now, right? Put him on Ring of Honor. Let him work some matches. You know, let, let that become a different brand for you where you can filter people out. That's where you can build your stars to bring them up to AEW. If it acts like an NXT for um for AEW, does anyone see the harm in that? Because I don't. It's more wrestling. It's more people with jobs. It's more production. It's more shows to watch as fans. I think this is a, a huge win for pro wrestling with Ring of Honor now about to go out of business, now being bought by AEW, and pretty much for what I'm seeing is staying in business is a huge thing. Yeah, and that's the thing, right? I don't understand why people are complaining other than they're just Tony Khan haters because it's like, what was the what was the opposite, right? Uh, you know, the other two things are A, Ring of Honor just quietly went away and we never saw it again, or B, WWE bought the library and killed it anyway. Like if WWE was to buy Ring of Honor, they wouldn't still be running Ring of Honor shows. At least because- this way, you're still getting Ring of Honor shows. Cause I don't think AEW is just gonna absorb it. They're gonna use it. Tony Khan bought it for a reason. And even he came out, he said, I was a big fan of Ring of Honor. There's that picture that's going it- around. He, him like in yeah. the in the and I'm going to an- one of the shows. I'm going to answer that why people hate it because one it's cool to hate the competition. Two, people don't like Tony Khan. We do as AEW fans. He's the savior of pro wrestling to me. Look what he's given me. Yeah. Right? He's personally giving me my fire back by bringing Punk back. All of us here I think collectively. Bring a Danielson yeah. like my fire is yeah, back because absolutely. of that man. People don't like him cuz he doesn't speak like McMahon did, right? And and hats off to Vince McMahon, right? Great speaker, great promo. Tony Khan's not a wrestler. He's never been an announcer. He's never been behind the microphone. He is a wrestling fan that owns a wrestling company. Yeah, last night did he sound excited? 
Yeah. You know why? Because he just bought his fucking favorite company. So yes, he was excited. He yep. was every bit excited as we would be when we buy an action figure of Cody Rhodes who laughed and quit, you know? So, I mean, of course he's going to sound like that. So people are like, oh, he doesn't sound like an owner. He's just a billionaire's kid. Well, guess what? That billionaire's kid brought CM Punk back to wrestling, made pro wrestling cool again, now just bought Ring of Honor, saved a bunch of people's job, paid everybody during a pandemic. So keep running your mouth, keep talking shit. It's okay to be wrong. And I'm not in this case for once. And earlier in the chat, um, Ascended was saying- Let me go, let me go sign can Cody. We, yeah. Can, can we see Honor No More crossover in AW2? So for people who don't know, there's a stable in Impact Wrestling right now called Honor No More. It is uh, Mike Bennett, Maria Kanellis, uh, Matt Taven, or Tavern as Kyle called them, PCO, yeah, and Vincent, whatever the hell his name is. So it's a bunch of ex-Ring of Honor guys led by Eddie Edwards, who's also an ex-Ring of Honor guy as well. Do I think there'll be crossover? No. I think there's a reason why they started showing up on Impact. Uh, I think they probably knew this was coming. There was a sale coming, and they wanted to at least be associated with another company. It doesn't mean it couldn't happen in the future. I just don't see it happening now. Mm -hmm. um, so we got them saying uh, Shane Productions in AEW. That would be cool. I think the cool thing on social media, and I don't know, Jackie, I want to get your opinion on this. A lot of the Ring of Honor talent have been tweeting Tony Khan, like, hey, listen, we're such and such. This is what we do. You know, one guy was like, I'm the TV champion. Uh, the Shane Taylor Productions, like, hey, this is who we are. Like, mm -hmm. how cool is that to see talent kind of reaching out to Tony? Because, of course, as Lane was saying in the chat, AEW doesn't own Ring of Honor. Tony Khan does. This is a separate thing for him. But is it going to be separate? Because I don't think so. No. Yeah. I, he's going to. Usually there's going to be yeah. some. There's going to have to be I, some crossover. I will say. It's not separate. You've noticed that there's been less crossover with Impact in AEW in the last like six to eight months. So. Anyone mm -hmm. you see on Impact right now that is but with Impact in some way? Impact worked with Ring of Honor. Like, Deanna Perrazzo is the Ring of Honor. Yeah, but now that Tony Khan owns it, there's probably not going to be a relationship there between those two now. I hope he just buys Impact next. Fuck it. Just go all out. <laughs> I wonder. So, the, so Sean Ross Sapp is reporting that the deal was anywhere between the 20 and $40 million range. And I know a lot of people like Ant brought it up. WCW only sold for 2 million, but that was like 20 something years ago. So obviously the price of stuff goes up. I mean, the, the, the LA Clippers are one of the worst franchises in sports history and they sold for almost $3 billion. Well, so first it, off it, buying a sports team and buying no, a saying, wrestling it, promotion. No, I know, but I'm saying in, in regards, like even though ring of honor is a smaller company, the libraries were a lot. Especially with a lot of the wrestlers the library being in is what it, the library is. Yeah, the brand. I'm this this is like eighty percent of the money deal was the library. Yes, yeah. this is going to sound horrible, but the brand today is not worth that much. The library of the punks, the Danielsons, the Joes, everyone who worked in Ring of Honor. That's where the money's at. Making documentaries, being able to put them in video games. That's where the money's at. Yeah. What if yeah, that was the conversation? In the history. <laughs> what if that was a conversation? They're sitting dinner and Tony Gon just wanted the library, and they're like, "Yo, do you want the company too?" Ah, sure. All right. He was like, "I guess so." Yeah. <laughs> throw, it in oh, there. throw it in there. Yeah, why not? <laughs> Listen, it's just another avenue for these a lot of independent wrestlers to get booked. I mean, we'll see what it is. I would assume, like we we said earlier, I would only assume that they would use this as some type of developmental, and it would solve a complaint that a lot of wrestling fans had, even AEW fans that they're signing too many people, right? And and they're not using the younger talent or there isn't a platform for the younger talent to get on Dynamite and get on Rampage, right? People talk about, oh, 
um, even though they're on Dark and Elevation, like people don't watch Dark and Elevation. Well, now you start running these indie shows, you're getting actual um, experience performing in front of a live crowd, right? Like you can see people like Joey Janela can very easily be a champion, a TV champion or whatever champion in Ring of Honor where he might not even get on Dynamite. I think it's cool. I'm excited about it. Yeah. Do we think that Ring of Honor might... Do you think Tony Khan brings it to TV? No. So I was actually just going to chime in with this. And and this is another thing I saw online, right? It's like, well, WWE did the network and the NXT. And yeah, and guess what? It was the coolest fucking thing ever, right? And we all had the network until... You, you literally made us not have the network, right? We all paid the $9.99. Everyone remembered yep. that. HBO Max, right? I will sign up for HBO Max if it means I can get all the Ring of Honor pay-per-views, all the AEW pay-per-views. I can get AEW pay-per-views at a discounted price, mm, and I, I can get Ring and I can get Ring of Honor like NXT was on that network. I think they're making way too much money with pay-per-views right now to, to think about that right now. Maybe later down the line, but right now. Yeah, have, down, listen, more, more down the line. It doesn't even have to be like that. It's like you can get away from Bleacher Report yeah. and fight. They made $10 million and, at all for All Out last year. But I'm saying you don't. You could still charge 50 bucks, but it could stream through HBO Max. Yeah, because they're starting to do live sports now. I think they've seen that they signed the... Because I've heard nothing but complaints. I, like I buy it on Comcast. I buy it on my cable box. Mm-hmm. But I've heard nothing but complaints with some of these apps. Bleacher Report Gamecast. is yeah, the Bleacher. worst. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Bleacher Report is the one that's... Oh, I can't stand it. And that's what sucks. because fight. T- I hate how Fight TV is only available to people not in the U.S. for that sort of thing. Which is so weird. There has to be a reason behind it. But it's just like the Fight TV process was so seamless when we were able to do it here in the u.s and then they just up and decided no we're gonna go solely through bleacher report and the experience with full gear last time was trash and i'm just hoping that they got it together i i mean knock on wood right knock on wood i haven't had issues with it, it crashed here and there but i haven't had issues with bleacher report the issue the main issue not even just a live feed is this idea that like you gotta wait like a fucking week and a half for the that's replay so to get put up? It's so stupid. Yeah, that's the thing too. Like let, let's say yeah. like was it like Jackie? Like for example, during full gear, Jackie was busy and she came in like mid pay per view, and mm-hmm. she wasn't able to go back and watch it for like days. She had to like find the link online yeah. and like with and, HBO like, Max. Hey, maybe we it, pirate your shit. You want people to pirate your shit? So by doing that with HBO Max, there is a downfall to a lot of AEW fans that are not in the US. Because mm-hmm. that app is only available in the United States. But you guys get it on fight. But you and get I, it fight. When, when we were able to get no, it on like fight. If, if they're going to put the library. Hold up. I'm saying if they're putting the library and stuff on HBO Max, we have no access oh. to it. Kyle, that's it. Ethan Page just moved to fucking America. Unrealistically, you need to sure. move to America. Unrealistically, no. sure. But realistically, it kind of <laughs> sucks for a lot of the UK fans who are well, still even like waiting for like any type of show over there. But why can't you get HBO Max? Because it's only available it's not in the available States. in Canada. Yeah, it's only available in the states right that's, now. That's that's HBO's dumb. That's stupid. Yeah, so right? that's why I don't think he's probably thinking. You know, let's do HBO Max. Listen, right I'm sure. I'm sure with the success of Euphoria being the second mm. most viewed show Sweeney on HBO Max. Guy today. Yeah, yeah. Normal right? dude, not me. A normal dude who's also like 20 years older than her. But that's besides the point. So, <laughs> and you had a shot. Um, I had a shot. <laughs> So with, with the success of Euphoria, I think HBO Max over the next year or two is going to start looking to expand and fast. Because like if 
it was getting you know millions of views an episode and only being available in America. Imagine what their views would be if it was available international. So I think that maybe Kyle's right. AW waits to see what they happen or just sign a deal with Fight TV. Just put it stuff I on mean, there. Like I don't understand it, why you just don't do that. We mentioned it last week. He's a billionaire. I think he can have the resources to go out and find he a way to have his own network and have the AW wants. network. <laughs> you know, what he I can mean? do whatever he wants because, yeah. like, I just I just saw in the chat. I want to give credit. Uh, Darius said Ring of Honor has the app. Okay, so I bought your app. Now I'm going to switch it to AEW. <laughs> like, and you're going to get everything oh on the app now. Like, so Adam in the chat is saying, <laughs> use he he going to think about using a VPN. So Adam, with that, be careful because Kyle has tried to do that with some Don't stuff. Me. And, yeah, it doesn't <laughs> I paid, work for and Kyle, I paid so. for some VPNs. Like I tried about yeah, forty yeah. So VPNs. Be, so, <laughs> so if you're doing that, make that your second option. I don't want you to miss the pay-per-view because you're trying to get a VPN. When going. I tell you that I tried to get v, a VPN because I need to watch Peaky Blinders and I can't because it's not out yet in the Because you can't wait, bro. Isn't it like a few months away? Bro, why it's happening now? <laughs> well, yeah, in a couple months, it could get spoiled. It, why, you are you going to see, why are you going to see Batman tomorrow? Why? Tell me why you're going to see Batman tomorrow. Tomorrow? Because why? I value this show more than the movie, or I would have went. But but why are you going tomorrow and not Because I don't weeks? want to get spoiled. Yeah, shut the fuck up. <laughs> okay? <laughs> you just proved my point. Yeah, whatever, bro. Don't let the facts ruin a good story, all right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so it's very exciting. We'll see what the future holds for this deal. I'm just hyped that, you know, Tony Khan seems super excited yeah. about this. The fan base seems super excited about this so i mean we'll big have to things. wait and see big things on our yeah big things are coming big big things are coming and we go from that to the first match of the night <clears throat> which tony khan did which was brian danielson versus christopher daniels which was actually the first ever main event for ring of honor so kyle how cool was it seeing this match and how cool was it seeing the one-eyed christopher daniels come back and have a match against Danielson. Love the continuity there. I love that they kept the eye from BT. I was no. I, I think that's what his eye actually looks like. Like, is that not? Like, I, I swore I was told by somebody that to contact. I swore be a told contact. by somebody because to contact. I'm, I'm pretty sure that when I saw him at uh, at New, he didn't have that eye like that. Okay. So, and uh, for the people who don't know what Jackie's talking about, Northeast Wrestling. Insider, <laughs> how about Insider Kimmy? Can you find out if that's an eye contact or not? Yeah, Kimmy, go go do the research for us, please. <laughs> Anyways, um, this was so is cool. Michael's an eye contact? Yeah. <laughs> no, or is it a glass eye? We don't want that. That's his real eye. We don't want we don't want that contact. <laughs> Sorry. It's Anyways. been three weeks, but I don't forget what you said about FTR, Sean. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> so when Tony Khan made that announcement, we transitioned into a impromptu match between Christopher Daniels and 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 Brian Danielson, which was awesome. So, like, we you know the history there. They had an unfinished business to, with with Ring of Honor with this one. I guess the last time they faced each other, uh, there was no contest. So this was pretty cool for them to kind of come back. And cool for Christopher Daniels, who literally sort of kind of retired. And then, you know, he had that tweet that went out after saying, like, you know, I'm back. I feel good. So uh, good for him. Um, he looked really good. I know, I know Danielson really, for the most part, carried this match. But anyone could see that happening this one. But Christopher Daniels, I loved it. He came out with... Uh, his solo theme song and the whole uh, Fallen Angel gimmick attire and everything. I thought that was really cool. Um, and then the best part, obviously, was the end of the match when Brian Nelson grabs the mic and, you know, does the whole For Honor, like, uh, handshake. And he goes, but I'm an AEW superstar. I don't do that here. And I yo, kick yo. your effing head in. <laughs> what a moment, man. Yeah. What 
a fucking moment that was. That was so cool. Danielson, and listen, I, I put this on Twitter, and I'm ready. Listen, cross eyes or not, I'm ready to make a statement. Brian Danielson is the best wrestler of all time. I will hear no fucking other words. Seth, Everybody okay? put your Shawn Michaels meme in the chat. Yeah, Shawn Michaels uh, meme in the um, chat. First off, Danielson is the best. And that moment, right? So I've been watching I've been watching Star Wars, trying to get my wife into Star Wars. Hey. And that, that moment when Danielson said, well, it's not Ring of Honor. It's fucking AEW. All I heard in my head was Kylo Ren go, let the past die. Kill it if you must. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> he's killing it. He's going to yep. try to kill Ring mm-hmm. of Honor. <laughs> Which what would be every, a great, what if every, what a great storyline. He fights someone from Ring of Honor and then fucking Joe shows up. And like, yep. Sheesh. Let's go. Right. That'd be something cool. I'm in. Yeah, Joe what do you said, think about uh, the match, Jackie? I'm sorry. Just, no, just, go ahead, Kyle. Joe, first. Joe said just recently that it's not out of the realm of possibility to that. You know, he kind of talked that that you know AW's. He'd be, he'd be cool if he came over. You know, so he he mentioned it. If I were him, I'd be coming over. I'm just saying. Oh my Work god! Or shoot, yeah. Work. <laughs> Some of you are you actually Simone working or shooting? I don't yeah. know. <laughs> you, you actually, <laughs> but Jackie, this this uh, not from the no, match. No, what do you think? No, working or shooting. I'll get to talk about it in a second. Yeah, right. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, hang on. Um, no, Kyle, don't do it. <laughs> um, do it. No, but really, this is probably, in my opinion, the best that Christopher Daniels has looked since the inception of AEW. I fucking can't stand this. <laughs> I switched it. Go ahead. I don't know what's going on. Because it's a it's delay a, on my what what just take a wild guess. What do you think is <laughs> oh, I just on? saw it. <laughs> Freaking picture in picture. I mean, at least we still see you and we hear you. you know? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So Christopher Daniels, he's been gone for a while. I think he said he was gone for about 10, 10 months. Mm-hmm. I think this is the best that he's looked personally since he got into AEW. I know he did all the SCU stuff, great, but this he looked like phenomenal. Mm-hmm. But that matches all Brian Danielson. I mm-hmm. Danielson has completely won me over 150% since he walked in the door. We keep saying it on the show, consistently throwing out the best matches. Um, but I love Moxley coming out again at the end. And it's just like the piece de resistance, if you will, going mm. into uh, AEW Revolution. That, that's, that's French this time. I don't care. Even, not even Spanish. I like sense. C'est beau. Um, not but, you, uh... shut up. No. <laughs> oh, no. Not, not your accent. Not not Kyle, who actually speaks French. Oh, dude, um, fuck me, right? <laughs> but, you know, um, I'm just like, I'm so in anticipation of this match at Revolution. I can only imagine how intense this is going to get. Um, I'm intrigued to see what happens after the fact, if we are going to get this new faction, this new stable, but um, this feud has been great and I can't wait to see revolution. So now speaking of revolution, I saw somebody mention in the chat earlier, uh, Kansas city. So check your local theaters for revolution, which is if people want to do that, all power to you. I'm not sitting in a movie theater for five hours because Revolution Revolution might be to Tuesday morning at this point for... with the amount of matches that are on there. WrestleMania 33 I did. And I remember the whole theater like jumped up to their feet when the Hardys came out. 
which is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. But like, I would be the only one at the theater. <laughs> like, I, I none of my friends here give a yeah, shit about whole theater to yourself. What are you complaining about? But, no, no, I, just, I wouldn't be the only one there. Oh, okay. I would be well, the only listen, one that I know there. I, I love the idea of a theater. I hate the idea of being near wrestling fans. I don't know. Oh, God. Get away. And if they stink, the yo, you're in, a, you're in a packed theater. Yeah. Bro, like, That's... how do you smell at the movie theaters? How? Yeah, Can you imagine, no though? No sun out here. Can you imagine, though, not only the theaters smell like shit, but you get up to go to the bathroom and, like, they take they take your seat when you come back. Like, bro, hold on a second. <laughs> no, I am I am sitting, and I'm sorry because I really wanted to. I had plans to hang out with Jackie and Nate and her whole family, but the problem is, this weekend it's Sunday at 8 p.m. We just moved into this big house on a street that we don't know with the woods behind us, and my wife's like, "Yeah, um, I don't really feel comfortable being in the house at night for five <laughs> hours till 1 a.m. when you're out." I said, all right, bet. Plus, I have two kids. I got to get to bed on a school night. And I work at 630 the next morning. So thank you. Everything that Tony Khan did on on Wednesday, I'm going to totally hate him by Monday because I'm going to be so fucking tired for work. It's going to be a struggle. But um, now to transition to one of the biggest matches at Revolution, which I'm Mm. honestly surprised, even though it doesn't contain a title, that it's not main eventing because I think going into Revolution, this is the most anticipated match of in all of wrestling right now i think the storyline has been incredible they've been working it for a couple of months and last night's segment was unreal i feel like every segment has gotten better week to week and i want to start with you and as a cm punk guy how did you feel about that cm punk mjf segment from last night? it was awesome and it it was exactly what we said was going to happen but here's the thing i don't think mjf was lying still right and he didn't say he was lying he just looks like a hurt person who can't get over the fact that he was walked out on. He never said he was lying. He never said he was. Did he set punk up this time? Yes. The blood, the white shirt, hanging him from the ropes with the dog collar. It was vicious. It was gruesome, but it was the perfect turn that they needed to do after last week, because last week we were all sympathizers for, um mgf we all felt bad oh man you know maybe he's a face like and then this week we're like yo fuck that guy right like we're back to that (laughs) but i love that they didn't address it and he wasn't like i lied no it was like he was still hurt and you could tell but he let his hurt turn into anger and he let his anger be taken out on the person responsible for it and that's cm punk he did it in a vicious way he did it with his friends he did it cheap which gets the booze, right? And I think now Punk, especially the pictures you see him smiling, walking up the ramp with blood all over his face, Sunday is going to be insane. It's the only shirt for Revolution so far on the AEW site that has its own shirt. The other Revolution shirt has the other three matches. It has Moxley Danielson. I think it has Britt Thunder. And it has um, Kenny... Yeah. Oh, hangman hangman and uh, uh, yeah, I I miss Kenny, but (laughs) so to me, punk and MJF is the main event, right? Because Mm -hmm. this is what they put more into than any storyline going right now. Pretty much. What do you think, Jackie? I thought the whole segment was brilliantly done and kind of to call back to what Ant said, um, you know, punk was seemingly having not so much second thoughts 
but just a little tinge of doubt where he's like talking about how he would wake up in the morning and splash himself with water and say, am I the bad guy here? And it's like MJF planted that seed of like, shit, maybe I really did hurt this guy. Like me taking my ball and leaving, you know, he, I had to sit back and, and listen to him go on a tear and say things about Brian Pillman's dad and Darby's uncle and just like lash out at everyone. Like almost like if he was kind of questioning if he was at fault. And then you get MJF coming out again, playing up the sympathy card. Um, Punk goes to shake his hand. MJF turns it into a hug instead, which was like the most perplexing thing ever. Mm -hmm. And then the bomb drops and Mm -hmm. you get this really gory, violent scene. Punk is just gushing blood. Um, And it's like, it just solidified all right, now we're going to go into this like a war. And as Ant said, like, you know, they have the image of him walking away um, bloodied in the face, but he's got this grin on his face. And it's almost like he's like, all right, you just gave me permission to wreck your shit because any little bit of sympathy that I may have had previously for your sob story is out the window. And now it's just going to, it's going to get vicious. Punk story town has been great though. Punk story town. I I don't mean to cut you off, but there's one line that I forgot to touch on and it was, you know, the devil himself line was Mm, a line from punk's promo in ring of honor delivered in the same cadence. And it's just fucking beautiful storytelling. How, MJF is using the words his idol once said on a microphone 20 years ago. Like it's wow. It's so fucking good. So it's good. punk punk storytelling has been, you know, we saw how the one match opened where it was like the identical to Bret Hart, right? Like he's just taking all of this wrestling history and putting it in a new era. So we can all go, Oh my God, like the Easter eggs. Usually to me, the bucks are the best at the Easter eggs right now. Punk's on a different level than anyone. And plus, I think it's cool. Like we saw the shirt, right? Of course, pro wrestling tees makes a shirt. They make make a shirt out of everything. <laughs> You'd love them over there. Yeah. But you get the the storytelling element of MGF wiping the blood across it, right? Like I, I think that's so cool. And it's the, the cool thing about everything that MGF does. You know, Ant spoke on it either last week or the week before, where he was saying that MGF is a student of the game, right? After his Beyond match, he's sitting there like, "What could I have done better?" Whatever. So you know when he's doing stuff, it's deliberate and it has a purpose to it, right? Like he says the line from the punk promo, which is awesome. It just adds elements and adds layers to this match that get you even more invested in this feud. And that's what we say every week, why we love AEW so much, because yeah, they'll give us these fun matches, these big matches. We get these surprises and we get these, it seems like every other week there's an announcement or something going on. But at the core of the company, we get these incredible feuds that are so deep and so layered that you could really get emotionally invested in. And this feud is no different, but Kyle, what'd you think of everything? Oh man. Like you just said, like AW knows how to like, they have four pay-per-views a year. They just know how to nail every single feud going into the pay-per-view. Um, you know, fingers crossed that the payoffs are always good. You never really know. You always hope the payoffs going to be really good, but then, you know, you get stuff like the, uh, <laughs> the the exploding barbed wire match last revolution um but, can't always be perfect <laughs> right it, it's it sucks but anyways um this is so good and i loved how both men basically purposely wore white for this promo yeah <laughs> looking back and going oh this is why they both wore white <laughs> and like mjf had the shirt 
with the picture on it, and he's wiping the blood across like the the MJF part of the shirt and wiping yep. it across yep. and trying to cover that face because that was the fan of CM Punk. Um, it's just symbolism. This, this is just yeah. so cool, and like yeah, like you said, and like the symbolism with the promo with the callback there. They've done so well with this feud, and I said it on last show. This has been building since like Thanksgiving of last year. Like this has been the the craziest feud. This is this really is the main event of Revolution, and uh, I, I'm so here for it. And just I always think too, like you know, pr- pulling back the curtain and thinking behind the scenes, like how cool this must be for MJF to like basically work with like a guy that he's idled and and to create this kind of storyline. I just think that like. MJF must be like a, a pig in shit right now, man. Like just yeah, it's just having these conversations yeah. about building the story yeah. with Punk, right? Like, I imagine yeah, like right? it's like one of us sitting there and be like, "Hey, so what do you want to do with this promo?" And like, picking his brain too, like, yeah, what can I do better? Like with this, yeah, it, it's gonna be one of the the all time matches in AEW short history, right? I think that it's gonna be one that we really remember and really sticks with us, and I think it's gonna catapult MJF to the world championship. I really do. Um, but I think he's going to have a roadblock there because Wardlow and oh, him yeah. now, things are oh. heating up. Do that slap. So, <laughs> and, and as Tony Khan said on the radio, he said, Revolution will see new stories begin. So does Wardlow finally fucking snap? Do- and that's the one thing about AEW, right? They're very good at, with these quarterly pay-per-views, like the they're like an ending in the beginning right so storylines end but new storylines begin at these shows right usually the newer storylines start on dynamite but you know like Ant just said maybe we finally get this wardlow turn we finally get to go in that direction with wardlow and mjf which could be very exciting just to see what's going to happen i mean i personally hope after this mjf is going against hangman and wins the title at double or nothing sorry carrie I love it. We love our cowboy yeah. here, but I, I just think it's time for MJF to be champion. He's just so good. What Wardlow said, or no, what MJF said to Wardlow really got, gets me too. He goes, he's like, you're not a wrestler. You're not a contracted wrestler here. Your contract mm-hmm. is with me. And I'm like, Oh, yep. okay. Yeah. Okay. He's his paid bodyguard. There, that's, that's, that's a seed planted there. That's going to, that's going to tie into something in the future with them. I guarantee it. Tony Khan just bought Ring of Honor. You don't think he's going to sign Wardlow, bro? No, but I mean, like, storyline. <laughs> obviously, he's yeah, signed story with Wardlow, but storyline-wise, yeah, yeah, he's not it's signed with be, AEW. Yeah, so that's line. why he's a yeah, fire. You, you work in a shoot. MJF just said you're not signed here. What's going on? You had, like, eight matches. Sammy Gibar. I do think, I do like that Wardlow took a shot at him, too. Like, it was great. Like, Wardlow's starting to get fed up. And even if it's at double or nothing where he finally turns and it's months down the road, this story ending with the dog collar match allows for us to build the story now, intensify the Wardlow story and kind of really focus on that. And hopefully MJF wins at double or nothing. And that's when Wardlow decides, oh, you're the champion now. Fuck you. You're done. I'm going to beat the shit. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's definitely going to be something to look forward to. But now another thing to look forward to uh, so we get that huge tag team casino battle royal on last night's episode, which saw so many teams in that match. Um, I know while we were watching it live, we were wondering, is there going to be a surprise in this? But ended up being no surprises, but still an incredible match. Now, Jackie, I want to start with you. Just like you, upset that FTR doesn't get the victory here. But it is cool that the Young Bucks not only get the victory, 
but also Darius Martin makes his long-awaited return and gets a lot of shine in this match, especially being one of the last three in the match going against the Young Bucks. So tell me what you thought about all that. The match was great. It was It's always slightly chaotic with these Battle Royal matches, especially when it's with the tag team divisions. But if this match didn't prove to people that AEW has the most stacked uh, tag team division, I don't know what's going to sell you on it because the amount of big names in that match was just insane. I love the pop that Darius got for his return. He's been gone for about a year now or so. And um, for him to get that moment to see the, the brothers reunited was really cool. I do have one gripe with this match, though. They called it a casino battle royale. But isn't the casino battle royale typically they pull the suits? Yeah. They, like, you know, to determine the yeah. order of entry. This seemed mm-hmm. very much just like, I hate to use the comparison, but like the Royal Rumble, mm-hmm. you know, like where it's just like, okay, you're going to just do a random countdown, but how are you determining the order of how these people are getting into the match? So that just threw me off a, a little bit. But overall, I think, you know, we knew going into it that the likelihood was that the Bucks were going to uh, mm-hmm. take the take the win here. Kyle is uh, head booker number two, uh, yeah. along with Kerry, because he yeah. literally he's called it. He's assistant to the regional manager. Yeah, he, he <laughs> Damn right. Damn right. called it down <laughs> to like, okay, Red, Red Dragon's going to sneakily help the Bucks to win and everything. So it's like, yeah, we, we kind of knew. Um my heart broke a little bit for the fact that Proud and Powerful, once again, Santana and Ortiz get duped. Uh, I just want to see them get their moment. I know the bigger story to be told here is the Bucks and Red Dragon. Uh, although FTR, uh, namely Cash Wheeler, did throw a little uh, dig at Red Dragon and called them Dead Dragon for obviously <laughs> getting involved in that uh getting involved in that match. And we know that they have a storied history, so mm-hmm. that'll be interesting to see where that goes. But overall great match and uh now we uh we know the three teams going into revolution so the one thing and i know a lot of people in the chat are also saying they wish that pmp would have won and listen out of everything that happened last night with pmp them winning the match wasn't the worst thing them fucking fist pounding jericho which i i know maybe it's all storyline let's not work ourselves into a shoot right we work in a shooting let's not work ourselves into a shoot but like with sam mcgivar yeah but like Hopefully Santana Ortiz play a big role in the, in the Jericho Kingston match, and that's why they didn't, they didn't win here. But I'm way more afraid of them doing inner circle stuff again than I am with them losing this match. But uh, Kyle, how do you feel about this match and all the great tag teams that were in there? And did you really want to get a taste? Oh man, our boys. We were talking <laughs> about our boys right before Dynamite started, and we we're going on about how cool. How, like, they're literally 2.0 is the best part of BTE, and if you guys. Were watching BTU. I don't know how you're not on the train with these two. They're the most hilarious part of BTU. Yeah, dude, and hilarious. It's it's awesome. I love I love their gimmick. But anyways, it's a great match, fantastic match. One thing I want to point out though is so happy for this. It looks like the Paragon name is not going to happen. They were named in the AW video the Undisputed Originals, which is which is a mouthful, which is a horrible name. It's just so hard to say. The Undisputed Elite. The no, just the do the it's so easy. Why can't they be called 
Jordan Spieth, you know what? Wait, okay, wait till you're feuding with the Bucks. Hold up. How about wait till Kenny comes back and they're feuding with the Bucks? Then do Undisputed Elite because then it'll be making fun of them. Do that. But Undisputed Originals is a horrible name too. I'd rather, I mean, I'd rather have that than Paragon because Paragon's Paragon. goddamn How do you horrible. do the UO? The UO, oh yeah, UO? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Hang on, let that me switch the camera. Awesome. Do that again no. here for the camera. <laughs> Dude, that's perfect. I can't wait till they do that shit on yeah. TV. <laughs> but yeah, like I said, I called it like a couple weeks ago when they first announced the first tag team match. I'm like, oh, we know what's going to happen here. They're going to win, and then Young Bucks are going to get... Gonna get and when Adam Cole said the whole, like, you know, you guys need to get along thing, that was just so easy to book that. But, uh, yeah, the, dude, this match at, at the pay-per-view is going to be insane. Yeah, Jurassic Express, Young Bucks, and the Undisputed Originals, or Red Dragon. Um, Red Dragon. <laughs> They're Red Dragon. Red Dragon. Red Dragon. Man, that match is going to be so good. That's going to be like a really insane tag team match and for the belts. Where, man, yeah, Saturday's going to be an interesting prediction show. I really got to set in this match because it's either – they're gonna screw each other over, and then Jungle and uh, Jurassic Express just gonna take advantage and win, and and you know the story's gonna continue with the Young Bucks and Red Dragon, Red Dragon with the fiction or the friction between those teams, or one team's gonna win, and they're gonna like screw the other team out of winning. You know what I mean? Like they're gonna something's gonna happen in the match, so it'll be interesting to see what happens. Um, yeah, the the battle royale was weird when they said casino. I thought that a little bit too, Jackie. I was like. But, like, they're not drawing cards. They're just kind of, like, doing Royal Rumble style with the countdown. Whatever. It still was great. Um, your boys FTR really, uh, really. Uh, <laughs> Listen, uh, FTR gets a shout out for Dax, for Dax saying if they don't win the Battle Royal, they're retiring. Then yeah, they lose, and, and he tweets, <laughs> we retired. Tired. And then this morning going, we got bored, like, we're back. we're back. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that uh, shit Dax, got me, bro. Dax also gets a shout-out for yeeting uh, Alan Angels off, off oh, uh, out of the Alan ring Angels. and onto the stage. Oh, Oof. my God. He sounded like his body broke in half. I, I hope he's okay. And he also gets a shout-out for getting tossed over, not realizing that long stage was there. His... Bro, his his feet, his thighs, his ass, everything hit the stage. Excalibur goes. He only one foot touched. Like, yeah. all right, Excalibur. <laughs> yeah, we uh, pretty much his Save entire that. body was touching the stage. Yeah, that's so, what's so right, weird whatever, too. That bro. stage shouldn't count in an over the top row battle royale. No, it it shouldn't. It shouldn't. It's <laughs> weird, you should still be fair. It's a weird thing. <laughs> Anyways, such a weird um, thing. Yeah, overall, great mm-hmm. match. Now the pay per view match is going to be that much more cooler, and the story's going to continue with. Uh, Adam Cole and Red Dragon and the Bucks and then you know who knows a certain uh, one winged angel might appear at the pay per view mm-hmm. so we'll see what happens yeah and and a little programming note as Kyle mentioned so our Good Morning Elite show this Saturday will Saturday, be Saturday, a full breakdown show for Revolution so expect a longer show because there's a lot of matches and, and we have a lot of opinions to kick it off and a huge yes. announcement to kick it off this is gonna be the announcement of the next announcement yeah yeah so so definitely make sure you so 10 a.m eastern on twitch.tv slash elite pov do not miss that we're getting all into revolution now and what did you think about this match that was all right I had fun. It was cool. The Sixers were on. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know, like I knew what was going to happen. I knew who was going to win. Mm-hmm. Um, they didn't. We need did to be pop cute. for seeing Stu Grayson though, and, and yes. Evil Uno come out. Yes. And, oh, one thing we have to talk about is Dan Housen cursing Evil Uno. That was funny. That was great. They didn't need two battle royals. 
We didn't, <laughs> we, didn't, we didn't need to do two battle royals. The story was there. Um, it, it was fun, right? Yeah, Adam said it, it was fun for a battle royal. We knew we weren't going to get great wrestling or oh my god moments or anything like that. It was fun. Um, doing two back to back in consecutive weeks was a little weird. I'm sure they're just testing that out. Um, but but Lane said it best. Again, Jungle Boy takes a backseat in the title match. We talked about this last week about how we don't feel the tag titles are important right now and how they've kind of been overshadowed, even with the Lucha Bros. And it's because, you know, everyone says the champion makes the belt. The belt doesn't make a champion. And that is true because if Young Bucks or Red Dragon had it, we'd be talking more about the championship yeah. belt. Mm-hmm. And that's not a knock on Jungle Boy. That's a knock on the, the booking and maybe the Luchasaurus gimmick's not hitting as a, as hard as they thought it would. I don't know. I don't know what it is because I love Jurassic Express. I don't think they should have hopped the line of PMP to be the champions. I don't think that they're as important to this company as a tag team as, as the Bucks or Red Dragon are or FTR. So I think that maybe we're just kind of living in the world where they're placeholders for this match. Right. Mm-hmm. Maybe right. Maybe you said it best, but I, I'm sure, you You know, I I think his parents were or his mom was there, so I don't think so. But maybe Ray Phoenix made them call an audible. I don't know. Right. Because it doesn't feel like they have had anything for them. They have yep. nothing to do with this feud. They should be the center. The belt should always be the center. But right now, the champions, the, the, the people aren't making the belt and the belt aren't making the people. Yeah. So the, the kind feud of we care about. Back. Going into that match is, you know, the Bucks versus Red Dragon. We don't even really care about Jurassic Express. Which, I mean, listen, the match is still going to be a banger. I'm sure Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus are going to do some crazy shit in that match. We said and the we'll same see what happens. The three on three match, right? The trios match, and then Luchasaurus was hitting moonsaults off the stage. And you're like, okay, let's yeah, do yeah. it. Like we're here now. Like, <laughs> so we we did the same thing, and it's not counting them out. It's just the tag team division is crowded. It is with, loaded. With great talent, mm-hmm. right? Like- but now, so Tony Khan of Busted Open did say that, um, you know, he's waiting to bring the trios title for when Kenny Omega comes back, which, I mean, if did he just give that away? it our way. Like, did he just give away what? that the first match for the trios title is going to be yeah. the Elite versus yeah. the Undisputed Originals? Yeah, it, seemed, it yeah. seemed like a little bit of a spoiler. Yeah. <laughs> but it's cool because that gets the Bucks and Red Dragon and, like, Dark and Jurassic Express, like... All those teams get shifted out of the tag division into the trios division, and maybe finally we can see people like PMP and Butcher and Blade and now Top Flight get pushed up the division. So that means Jurassic Press is 100% winning then. They kind of just spoiled that match. No, we, I think they were going to win anyway because, again, they don't have a meaningful title reign. And I think these this other few doesn't need the belt. Um, and then this hopefully, is going to suck then for their title Hopefully reign. PMP takes the titles off of them sooner rather than later. Hopefully. Yeah. I see Jungle Boy as such a, and I love Luchasaurus, but I see Jungle Boy as such a huge solo star. Like, Me too. he should be in that Sammy Guevara, Darby Allen position, right? And he's the only one who's kind of pigeonholed right Sammy. now. MJF shining, Sammy Guevara shining, Darby Allen shining. And it's like, he's the one that's like, I'm in a tag team. It's time for him to break free from the tag team, break free from Christian Cage, and literally just go and then be that star. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think maybe sooner rather than later that will happen. Maybe they lose and that's the end, but this Jurassic Express is super popular. They sell a shit ton of merch. Like I'm surprised there's not Luchasaurus masks. 
You know what I mean? Like, yo, maybe... he has a fucking the, that buddy, whatever thing, the wrestle buddy. I like Luchasaurus too. Like, I just don't know. It's like, I like him, but how do other people feel about him? People pop for him and they cheer for him, but nobody ever talks about Jurassic Express. That's like, true. On, like, we on, we the, all want other people to be champions. Their online presence, like, who talks about Jurassic Express like that? Like, it's all about the Bucks or, or FTR or PMP is like, PMP, if you put the title on them, everyone would be happy. No yep. one will have a complaint. I would be invested so, too, not just happy, but they would be invested in whatever's going on. Or the, listen, I understand it, it's not everybody's cup of tea, but what about the best friends, right? Trent and Chuck have done great in AEW. They've had mm-hmm. great matches with multiple teams. Put it on them. It's gonna be such a feel good story when they win those. <laughs> like yeah. that's everything be a that big, they've gone through injury wise. To me, yeah. to me, that puts them in the same position they're in right now with the best friends. The best friends are fun. Again, this isn't me not liking the whole crew or orange Cassie. This is me just being realist. Do they make the belt? So you just do they want, make the do belt you just important? want heel teams to have the no, yeah. no, but do <laughs> they make, like. PMP is not heels. Do they make the belt? Yeah, but they're important? like bad guys, sort of. <laughs> no, I don't they, they, they're not guys. like a, they're, but they're not the, the same presence as like a Lucha, you know, like a Jurassic Express or yeah, they friends. have, they have an edgier appeal than just mm-hmm. your like edgier, maybe, but, yeah. Um, put it on i know okay we'll stick with the dark thing but the house of black like there's certain people you put it on they make the title best friends to me doesn't make it Jurassic express doesn't make it that's just how i feel and i like all these stars and i like all these wrestlers but i just feel like if you're gonna do it oh that would be cool if they did the best friends and did a free bird rule that'd be that'd be a really cool layer to that. Yeah, Wheeler Yuta would be, would be cool. tag lane, team champion. Lane. All right. That would be a really <laughs> cool layer. Wheeler Yuta. Like, or if you put it on someone in, in the Dark Order and they did that. Yeah, like, the whole... like a 10-person Freebird rule. <laughs> Negative one know. would be a tag you team know. champion. And, but 100%, it would be the bro. If they ever wanted to break it up, right? Like, okay, this guy loses the belt and then the Dark Order splits in half and they're going to get... You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. You're... you're, you're you're very valid points because it is the truth, right? As great, as much as we love Jurassic Express and, you know, it, it does not seem important. Did SCU, make, match. did SCU make the belts or did you care more when Kenny and Hangman won them? Yeah, you cared more when they won, honestly. That's mm-hmm. that's what I'm saying. You need star power needs to hold titles. And I just don't feel like the star power of Jurassic Express as a, as a unit has really clicked with the audience. I think everyone likes to cheer them, mm-hmm. but where's their presence if they were I mean, they're, they're not getting any they're not, and they did this with the lucha bros you're there's right. nothing booked so, around them that makes me think it makes me think more and more now that it it, it, it most likely wasn't audible at them winning the belts because like you think about it now if if this card is so stacked you had to have think that tony khan had the lucha brothers red dragon and young bucks in this tag match originally scheduled or maybe look i mean if, if we're looking just what's happening on tv every week uh, Death Triangle versus House of Black because yeah. look, because I mean, look at it. I mean, maybe mm-hmm. Buddy Matthews doesn't come in as soon, or maybe we just get the you know the Kings of the Black Throne versus Lucha Brothers for the tag titles. It just makes no sense that House of Black, and we can transition over to their segment last night next. But it doesn't make sense that House of Black are not Lane, on the card. Lane just said it the best. Lane, that is perfectly said. So many teams in AEW work as live acts, but not as TV acts. SCU Jurassic Express best friends. They do come off me being there, mm-hmm. come off way better live yeah. than on TV. That's a good point. Mm-hmm. You know, but now let's transition over. So we get this 
House of Black segment, which oh, was so creepy, which was fantastic. We see first mm-hmm. Malachi comes out, he says what he says, and then we see Brody King come out, he says what he says, and then Buddy Matthews come out and oh, says what so he says. So pumped for oh, him, oh. him being here. So pumped for him being here. <laughs> oh, Kyle, let's start I, with you. What did you think of this it. segment? I missed it. Oh, man. The, they, this promo was so good. Like I just love it because we 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 all know it's all Malachi Black's full on creativeness here and creating these promos and and the whole work with it with the 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 effects that were on the promo you couldn't see in the background Brody King or Buddy Matthews in them they transitioned into the shot but they transitioned at the same time connecting the sentence between Malachi Black mm-hmm. to Brody King. And then when Brody King was done talking, it connected into the sentence that Buddy Matthews started. And they ended off the promo with the best line ever. And in the end, the house always wins. And I'm like, holy shit. But like in a dark form, this was mm-hmm. like the per like I, I can't, I still, I, and I'm with Phil. How are they not in the card? How do they not have a match at Revolution, these guys? And it, it's, it's probably because of the circumstances, but like, my God, man, like, after Revolution, Tony Khan put these fucking people in a storyline. Maybe that's maybe he's, I don't know if that was part of the hinting. Uh, maybe like they're gonna come out and attack someone or something. That that's what I think it is. Right? Yeah. I the think they're gonna attack the Jurassic Express. Oh, that's mm. what I think. And, and, we're, and we're gonna because I mean technically House of Black are heels because the Lucha Bros were baby faces, right? So technically, you know Malachi's been a heel this whole time. So even though they're like the coolest team and everybody absolutely loves them. <laughs> Maybe this is a storyline that gets us invested in Jurassic Express, or at the, the the least, they take the belt off of them so we can get it on a heel team and we could build this up and we could have some fun. Go and then even you know, Kyle, you saying that House always wins. Like, what's the next pay per view? Double or nothing? Like that's it's mm-hmm. all casino related, right? So maybe they're in a huge match going into double or nothing. Yeah, I just think it's gonna be I fun. Can see that. But Jackie, Ooh. Jackie, what do you think of the segment? I just, I can't state it enough that I love everything that Malachi Black has been producing since he got to AEW. The lines where he says, wasn't it the house pack that gave you new sight? Wasn't it the house Pentagon that gave you new means to find new levels of violence? Everything is so eloquent and just dark and so detailed. Um, I I love the addition of um, Buddy Matthews now, and I'm just... I'm on the same boat with you guys where I'm trying to figure out how these guys don't have a set match on the card because to me, they're one of the most intriguing things going in the, in the product right now. But if what you guys are, you know, saying hypothetically could happen with um, the house of black coming out and attacking Jurassic express at the end of that match, that would be a really, really interesting turn and a cool way to get them into the title picture going forward. Mm-hmm. And what do you think? I know you said you missed it, but I'm watching it right now yeah. <laughs> on Twitter. It is badass. Yeah, the connection is... between the sentences so badass because especially <laughs> violence because that's what Brody King's like. All of his merch says is violence, mm-hmm. and I love that Buddy Matthews fits because he, he didn't seem like he would fit right because he doesn't have the scary tattoos. Mm-hmm. Right, he's overall good looking dude. Right, like he's like doesn't look like them, doesn't fit that mold. And when he stepped up and he's wearing this all black, you're like, okay, he does fit. Like he he looks like he is a follower of Malachi. And oh yeah. I think And shout out to Malachi's makeup, right? Yeah. 
again we haven't brought just... i haven't seen people brought it up like it's like black huge now completely it's huge. Black. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's not only the whole side of his face but it is jet black now which is really cool seeing it kind of develop over these months right and like you said you know the house always wins double or nothing mm-hmm. so here's the thing I know a lot of people think the trio's championship could be the Bucks and Kenny versus the, the Undisputed Originals. They have a longer name than fucking Undisputed Elite. Let's just Undisputed... let's just call it that until it sticks, and maybe they'll watch and they'll be like, you know what, that sounds <laughs> right. <laughs> Khaleesi first of her name, Breaker of Chains. Like, okay, we get it. Yo, clip What's this, Tony Khan, Undisputed Elite, man. It's that easy. Take it. I don't care. I don't want royalties. Just take the damn name. Right. It's just so long to say. It's so long. But um maybe maybe they're the first trios champions. Maybe the first trios championship match is Pac, Phoenix, and Pentagon versus the House of Black. Yep. Yeah. That'd be cool. I mean, and, and they had this because crazy storyline. Yeah. Kenny Omega and, and the Bucks and the Elite versus the Undisputed Originals first of their name, Undisputed Era of NXT, second coming <laughs> of Adam Cole Bebe. Bullet Club. <laughs> yes. They that doesn't need a title. That no. does that does not no, need a title. That needs a steel they cage. Got my money. <laughs> inside. There that you needs a like cage. a give me straight wrestling. Games. Blood and guts. That's what that needs. I oh my god, can you imagine the elite versus like or some like maybe Jay White's bullet club that's kind of sweeping yeah. all of wrestling Judy. right now? Judy the bullet club in. versus the elite. Jesus, bro! In a blood and guts match, yeah, and we if, get the, um, we get the elite. Yeah, what in if match Kenny like and the Bucks to... hire God because they're not part of Bullet Club anymore? Yeah, and they're a part of the elite now, technically. Yeah. God, can you imagine all if these they, possibilities? AW yeah. <laughs> hires God. Yeah. Even if it's even if it's just a New Japan thing and it's just a one match thing, like oh my god, <laughs> oh my god, oh my God. Yeah, BJ, it'd be like yeah, it'd be Adam Cole, Red Dragon. Jay White and Chris Bay against Kenny Bay the Bay. Bucks and God. Adam Cole Bay Bay versus Chris Bay Bay Bay. This is A Bay Bay. A Bay Bay. That guy got killed. Yeah, Adam Cole be like, who's this guy? He'd be like, I'm Chris <laughs> Bay Bay. Yeah, it wasn't his name. A Bay Bay. What was his name? He got killed, didn't he? So uh, we could tra- use this to transition yeah, right over. Chris. Hurricane Chris. We could transition right over to the main event, which was the Undisputed Elite. I got you, Kyle. Thank you. Versus the good, the bad, and the hungry Hangman. Uh, John Silver and Alex Reynolds, which was a fantastic match, was everything that we wanted it to be, except, and Kyle brought this up while we were watching it live, so I want to shout him out for this. Oh, none of us somebody. wanted Hangman as is Google to Google, but nobody, none of us wanted Hangman and Cole to actually touch, and they they had to move. They went against each other in the ring, which was a little bit disappointing. I wanted them to save it, but um, and I'll start with you. What did you think of this main event? It was fun. It was fun. Um, obviously, I didn't want Cole and Hangman to touch. Mm-hmm. I didn't want it at all. But the ending made it worth it. The, mm-hmm. the, that the, shot that's the, everywhere. The, and this is I, it's like a record breaking every week. This is how you finally. They got the shot to end the show. Hangman is literally tied up, beaten, broken behind the undisputed original elite. First of their name, error. <laughs> Second coming of NXT, Adam Cole, baby. It's behind them posing, and that's how you end a show. It's a go-home show. This is the last scene that people are seeing is that Adam Cole has the best of Hangman Page before their main event. 
They finally nailed it for me. It was perfect. The match was fun. I'm a fan of during a world title feud, not letting people touch, especially at this magnitude of Cole versus Hangman. One of our, like Hangman's title reign has been the best matches. Kenny's mm-hmm. might've been the best. Hangman's has been the best matches. The guy has not missed. And on Sunday, we'll remember why this was the main event after it's over because it's going to be a fucking 20 stars in the Tokyo Dome. <laughs> Yo, speaking of Tokyo Dome, big, big upgrade. If anyone didn't see, they got like some sort of like 400 foot giant screen to surround the arena now. <laughs> it's insane. So next year's Wrestle Kingdom is going to be heavily like overproduced and it's going to look like WrestleMania. It's going to oh, be nuts. It's going to be great. It's yeah. going to be fucking great. Can you imagine? I was telling you this, Kyle. But Yo, their stages, though, Wrestle Kingdom stages like outdo WrestleMania's out That's like, saying, every epic, single year. Can you so imagine that, that like wraparound monitor? Like Okada coming out, the with coins, the money falling. just the coins f- dropping all the way around the arena. That looks that all. I'm buying. I'm gonna stay up till two a.m. next year. I'm I'm watching Wrestle Kingdom next year. Just see the screen. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be nuts. But uh, Jackie, what'd you think of this main event match? I thought it was good. Um, I'm gonna echo the sentiment that everybody has. I'm not sure why they went the route of having the two of them face off in this way when they have a title match literally right around the corner. It was weird to me that they did this twice in one night because obviously we had the um, the Britt Baker and Jamie mm-hmm. Hayter match versus Thunder Rosa and Mercedes Martinez. And I'm like, why do you keep having your championship matches happening in some form before the actual pay-per-view? But I'll forgive it. There were there were some clever ways that they worked it because in the beginning, uh, Adam Cole was kind of dodging Hangman Adam Page a little bit. And then he would wait until Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish like, you know, kind of took him out. And then he'd be like, oh, I'm ready. I'm ready to come in now and like basically, you know, pick at the bones and pick at the scraps. So typical heel (laughs) heel behavior. But I want to just like put the bow on this by saying cheap merchandise uh, merchandise plug here, ElitePOBmerch.com. Get your baby faces have no friends shirt. Because so much more shirts, stickers, mugs. Everything how, has that logo on it. Get it out. How in the <laughs> hell? And shout out to my boy Floyd, who also tweeted this because we share a brain. He's like 900 members of the Dark Order, and nobody Order. freaking comes out. Dark to Order help them? is longer than the undisputed original name. Like that's how big it is, and you somehow don't <laughs> have anybody. And else. nobody comes out. Freaking Hangman's getting duct taped to the ropes. You know, you got Silver and Reynolds getting their ass beat, and it's like. Oh, crickets. Where the hell is everybody? Carrie almost came from Scotland, bro. Carrie was about to get on that plane and be messing with my Let's let's freaking go. Five was probably hurting from that drop, so he was probably MIA. Pokemon is out to lunch somewhere. (laughs) (laughs) They're just lucky negative one wasn't there, in my opinion. (laughs) Like, what do they have left? They have ten. I mean, Uno and Grayson, too, but, like, I don't know what's going on with that. That was weird. Okay, and 10, yeah, it, ten, 10 could probably stop yeah. somebody. I mean, he beat up security guards for no fucking reason two weeks ago, so why not? He beat up security guards but couldn't beat up the dudes that were beating up his friends. Like, yeah, right? Yeah. I mean, that could have been smart. Poor, logic. Minimum wage and a wrestling that could have been smart. You're right. Like, Red Dragon and Adam Cole could have sat there and beat the hell out of the entire Dark Order, Dark Order to end the show. Like, that would have been. Right, but at least they would have come out and made yeah. an attempt. Damn. Why did they come out, Jackie? Because baby faces have no, no friends. friends. 
That's why yeah, I true. meet first. Right, fuck you guys. I love yeah, you guys. That's why Ant has so many friends. Because Ant is the furthest thing from a baby face. <laughs> Ant is basically, for anybody who hasn't met him, Ant is basically MJF toned down, but also Tony Stark toned up. Yeah, see, Lance. Somehow. He's it, like in the middle. It was because of Dan House, and he cursed the Dark Order so they couldn't come out. Made them that's all. <laughs> Lane, I, I know that sounds funny. But but that's that at least makes some sort of sense. <laughs> Call back to that on BTE. <laughs> yeah, something. No, Ant's not having new merch. Fuck Ant merch. Nobody wanted Ant merch. I don't want you to have Ant merch. I took it off. Yo, the I'm gonna make oh, a logo that says so not, Ant, not Ant's merch. <laughs> I don't want it. Right? I, don't want, I don't want you to buy it. I don't want. I don't want anything to do with with merchandise. Can I just get your face and just plaster it on a shirt? Just I'll your face. Sure, right here, <laughs> and make it a shirt because I don't It'll want be you the to best selling merch. <laughs> Yo, can we make that a shirt? Can we screenshot Ant doing that? <laughs> we have the technology. He's got a green screen. Just send me the picture, Ant. I'll put it on a shirt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but Kyle, what did you think of this main event match? Oh, it was With great. your boys, the Undisputed Elite Undisputed era elite. of NXT. No, 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 first no, 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 I guess uh, Jackie is bringing in more f- friends here. Oh wow! The draw, man. The draw. That name is gonna live forever. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah, great main event. Again, like with answer, the, the last scene that we see going into the pay view is the scene of Undisputed on top, Adam Page, uh, hung up, beaten up. Right? They're gonna use that in the, even the promo, promo materials for the pay per view. Right? We're gonna get the big promo packages, the awesome promo packages that they do in AEW. And what's going to be the last scene at the end of the promo package is going to be that scene of Adam Cole and Red Dragon, my boys Undisputed Elite, on top over Hangman Adam Page. It's not their name. Um, yeah, it's exactly their name. Um, <laughs> Undisputed Original Elite. No, no, Elite. no, no. First of their name, no. second coming of NXT, Adam Cole, baby. Okay, well, to some, it's that. Um, Boom. <laughs> yeah, it was, still, it was still a great main event, like, wrestling-wise. Um, yeah, I was more, I was the one, like, pressuring hard that you know they shouldn't have touched meanwhile they did touch but they, we didn't get a lot you know what i mean we got like a couple of them reversing each other like for a good like two minutes like there really wasn't a lot so i even said it while we were watching like we're definitely getting like a shit ton more at the pay-per-view so they we kind of got like a little brief 20 second you know bunch of reverses and that was it right so that was that was i was fine with that and we got the beat down at the end so um I like I like someone wrote the un, the original Undisparagon Elite Dragon, but if you're going off the Undisparagon Elite Dragon, so so if you're going off of Game of Thrones like I was, she was the mother of dragons, so it could be the undisputed original father of Red Dragon. <laughs> <laughs> My God. Oh man, uh, breaker breaker of game because the game owned NXT. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. the game breaker uh, of game. You want to break? <laughs> You better break my arm. <laughs> Cody broke my throne. <laughs> you can bet your ass I'm coming back. <laughs> coming to get I my hammer not. back from Cody Rhodes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so, and before we're done talking about Dynamite, uh, Jackie touched on it. I definitely want to touch on it. It wasn't the best match. And, and I feel like, um, sadly for them, that it got kind of lost in the shuffle with the ROH news to start to start out the the MJF Punk thing and then the tag team thing and the main event. I feel like the women's segment really got lost. Uh, we did see a women's segment before we get to it with uh, Ty and Jade kind of building their storyline uh, even further. We saw a match announcement for the buy-in match. of 
Statlander and uh, Layla Hirsch, which is really cool. So that's going to be awesome. Layla Hirsch from the- Jersey, right? Yeah. Yeah, yes. she went all Jersey in that fucking promo, bro. Yeah, like, she did. Oh, excuse me, ma'am, your Jersey's showing. Oh, we did yeah. get a women's match. <laughs> no, no, that's what I'm saying. So yeah, we had yeah, a Britt Baker and Jamie Hayter versus Thunder Rosa and Mercedes Martinez in a tag match. And the one thing that Jackie did bring up earlier that I want to touch on is not only did the two mem- uh, the two that are going to fight for the title touch in the match, but Thunder Rosa actually pinned Britt Baker clean. Oh, now, Jackie... We're big Thunder Rosa fans here. Love to interview her one day. If anybody could clip this out and send this to her, that'd be great. If, hey, if John. anybody can, can we John. manifest hey, that? Hey, John. Yeah, can we manifest this? <laughs> right? But how shocking was it to see them actually have Thunder Rosa go over Britt Baker? Because she could have easily pinned Jamie Hayter. I mean, Kyle mm-hmm. would have been upset, right? But he yeah. can't come into the country, so she's safe. Yeah. Right? <laughs> but, so what did you think of this match, Jackie? The match was okay. Um, Again, it was one of those perplexing moments where I was thinking to myself, why are we doing this ahead of the show? I know you have to build this this anticipation, but I feel like it's already there. Like, we don't have to go any further with this. I would have preferred for them to just hold off completely until the pay-per-view for them to, like, get their hands on each other again. Um, But overall, I think all I want to say is Thunder Rosa or Bust, I've been saying this shit i want to see her take this title on sunday i i i got a little nervous because when you when you overthink it and you're thinking of the formulas you're like oh shit she took the 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 pin against brit so that means that on sunday she's not taking the win like that my brain automatically goes there and then i'm like no i refuse maybe they're swerving us a little bit here um I, I, no, no, Kyle, no, please, don't, don't do this. Not, not looking good for Thunder Rosa right now. I, no, you I think, the on Wednesday, no. you're getting pinned Sunday, and I, then two storms coming out. Let's yeah. do this shit. Let's. No, rock. no, no. Like, uh, let me tell you, I, as much as I would love no, Tony no, no, Storm no, no. to show up, I'm not for that. I, I'm like Thunder Rosa is like on the precipice, and she needs to take this win. I don't know if you guys had a chance. Damn, what a word! No. It's a precipice. On the precipice. On the precipice. Um, I don't know if any of you had the chance to uh, to see or hear uh, Denise Salcedo's interview with Thunder Rosa, but it was very good. There was a lot of um, real emotional moments, but there was a quote from Thunder where she says, "It's so important that people know that I'm real." And I'm not just doing this because I want to get a title. It's because I believe in this and I believe in change. And I really think that everything that Thunder Rosa represents, and I know that this could be considered a niche thing because I am a woman and I am a Latina. And it's like, I see something of myself in her, but I think that she speaks to such a large audience. And this is a hell of a platform for her to take this initiative for change and be the top star. She has all the goods that it takes. I need to see her take this title. Mm. So I'm really hoping that this is just a little swerve mm. because everything that you think you know is wrong. So I do want to give a shout out to Adam in the chat because he brought up a great thing that I didn't even realize. So he said, I wonder if they swerve us to get to St. Patrick's Day Slam, which is a one year after their famous lights out match that they did. And it's also going to be in Thunder Rosa's hometown. And I know people listening to me say this are like, there's no way it's all going to line up like that. But in AEW, they pay attention to those little things. So, yes, maybe we'll see some craziness 
at the pay-per-view because all the titles can't change. I mean, at All Out, we thought a bunch of titles were going to change. They ended up not changing. So maybe they're, this is just a stepping stone to get to that. And also, we've seen titles change hands on Dynamites, especially when they're doing big theme Dynamites, like mm-hmm. a St. Patrick's Day Slam, which is what? Is in a couple of weeks after the pay-per-view. So it's not like they would have to wait long. I don't know. I don't know, Jackie. I mean, I'm getting a little worried hey, <laughs> about our uh, girls uh, today. Jamie I'm, Hayter I'm and Rebel could help Britt win, and then, you know, Thunder Rosa gets so pissed. Goes to Tony Khan says, I got my rematch, but your your two cronies are banned from ringside. Mm-hmm. And we, they, or know, she brings in La Sicadia. Yeah. Possible. With her, Mercedes, maybe Diamante Which, in the mix. He says, you know what? You know what's funny? Our, we're going to have a Thursday episode on St. Patty's Day. An elite POV. So I bet, I think we should. Ooh, I can't be here. I'm Irish. <laughs> I think we should. I'm just saying. <laughs> we should all be dressed in green that day and do a th- St. Patty's Day themed episode of Elite POV. I'm down. Um, I'm we down. Can make that happen. And you know, a lot of edge here. Sorry, Jackie. I think your, your, your girl's loosen. I'm an Irish person. I'll, I already did it. I'm no, ready here. Thunder no. Rosa is loosen on Sunday, like what Ant said. Boo. If you if you pin <laughs> the champ on Wednesday, you lose on Sunday. <laughs> I just love the way you said losing. Losing. You're losing. You're losing. You're losing. You're gonna lose. It's ready for St. Patty's Day. It's ready. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle, I just, Kyle, I want Chicanera you to know was. that 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 cookie nickname is now sticking because I have friends that watch the show that are now calling me Cookie as yeah, she's the Cookie. Just- <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love this. We're we're Kyle. By the time he's able to come here to the states, he's gonna is, be bilingual. He's gonna be covered, uh, control your narrative, or am I just on an island by myself? Control your who? Am I on a flat Earth? <laughs> South here, or are we going to talk about short bit. narrative? Short narrative, shoot, worker <laughs> shoot. What's going on here, bro? Do I need to shave my head bald to be in control? Yeah, this will, this will, this will pop you and anybody in the chat who knows what we're talking about. So, and, so I was listening to Sean Russ Sapp, and he was like, "Yeah, they reached out to maybe do some uh, stuff with Fightful, and then I was all for it until I heard Austin Aries was a part of it, and yeah. I hate him, and I hate what he stands for. So we pulled out, and I was like, ooh, somewhere in, it's like, you goddamn right. You goddamn <laughs> right, man. It, 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 I think Austin probably tried to give him a promise ring. I got five to one odds on that, <laughs> if anyone wants to book that. <laughs> Anyways. He either tried that or he tried to give him a vegan recipe and then told him the earth was flat. Great episode of Dynamite. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, oh my God. a great episode of Dynamite this week. It, great go home show, building a lot of well, anticipation, a lot of hype. Um, so a little program r- reminder for AEW on their end. Rampage is live this week. Live. So, Triple threat match, TNT championship. Live, we have Keith a Lee is going to be in action. We have Christian Cage versus Ethan Page, which is hilarious. On Rampage. Uh, yeah, on Rampage. For the face of Revolution qualifier, that one can go either way. Uh, shout out to Ethan Page for moving to the States, as I mentioned mm-hmm. earlier. So hopefully we get to see a lot more of him on TV. No. Cal- oh, I hope so. I just moved um, here. No, yeah. <laughs> it's not happening. <laughs> we get the Serena Deeb rookie challenge and then the match that Ant brought up. So we get a match that we all wanted on the pay-per-view. I don't know why this isn't the match on the pay-per-view. But Sammy Guevara versus Darby why. Allen, the biggest bumbler in wrestling history. If you know, you know. And Andrade. For the TNT Championship, they're gonna give so, him twenty-five minutes. They're gonna give him twenty. That's why. That's why. Yeah, but I'm gonna still, like, still, it's gonna it, make the match mean so much more when Andrade so walks on the in the pay-per-view, man. To Revolution with two belts. 
I hope he. I hope if whoever wins the belt sex, I hope I love Sammy, but they got to. He's gonna get the Ric Flair, and he's gonna come out. <laughs> you know what's funny? They mentioned it on the Sammy vlog this week, and you know that what somebody <laughs> mentioned it on the Sammy vlog. Like, why are you wearing two belts? And Sammy was like, because I went through a table, so I'm going to like I I and Alan Angels was like, well, he went through a table for one of them. And had the, one of the best ladder matches ever for the other one. So he's going to rep both of them. Which is like, I get it, but like, stop. Still stupid. <laughs> Please. It sounds mean yeah, as hell, but that's dumb. dumb. <laughs> yeah, yeah I mean, but shout weird. out. Shout out. There was a, a little girl. There was a young girl. There was a day. Oh, my God. There was a young girl on uh, that was at the show with a sign saying, like, why the two belts? And I was like, that's that girl, that, that kid that gets is- it. Jackie energy 100%. That girl is going to grow up to be a menace. Right there. <laughs> She's going to grow up to be a menace. And I love it. And I'm here for yes, it. Yes. Question need more everything. Jackies in the world. Yeah. Question Ooh. everything. <laughs> Ant's over there, Ric Flair chopping. He looks like he's like swatting listen, flies. Or listen, something. Ant, were you doing that? What if this whole triple, uh, triple threat, whatever, six, six trios, whatever the fuck they want to call it, tag matter? What if it's just like a five minute match, but it's all just to get Flair and and, and a Sting to look at each other in the ring? Just saying. No. No. Next. Just saying. AEW will. Uh, <laughs> Ric Flair has about a chance of me of getting a job in AEW at this point. Oh, so pretty close. <laughs> I don't think Rick's ever going to come. Maybe Tony Khan loves nostalgia. Yeah. So he'll we got ascended over and then ascended saying. When we're all live at all out, I'm gonna need just Jack, Jackie Chase Kyle with a chunkla. Listen. You guys saw that segment between Wardlow and MJF. That is Jackie and Kyle. And oh, when that's not very nice. we no. get to all out, Jackie is going to beat the shit out of Kyle. And yeah. me and Aaron are going to go like this. Work or shoot. I'm not getting involved. <laughs> she shot him in the face. Work or shooting. I can't tell. Fake can't gun, tell. gun can't tell. Yeah. Kyle, I want to put it out there. I will never hurt you like that. That's a wink, wink, wink. Yo, I'm getting chon- I'm getting a chonkla to the cheek. It's all right, guys. It'll be recorded. Dude, We're getting all the footage we can for you guys for, for all of us. I don't know if you guys know, but if you if guys you subscribe guys to the Patreon, movie- I'll let her chonkla me in the face. There you go. Listen, <laughs> you you ever seen the movie Wanted? Jackie's gonna hit him with the chonkla from around a fucking yeah. corner. That's gonna. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be back. like in gears with the sniper. From distance. <laughs> Can't wait to play Gears tomorrow. What do we have for patrons? If we get to a certain amount, I'll let Jackie straight up grab a chonkla and crush me across the face at all out. That would hurt, bro. That is I don't care. I'll do it for I don't I don't I don't do it for the Patreon. Do, do it for the patrons. I'll do it for the patrons. I don't care. And we're, if you, we're gonna work on something. If we double that number that Kyle wants, Jackie will wear booty shorts while doing it. There you go. <laughs> what what kind of and if we triple the the amount it will wear booty shorts while she does it for free dog free (laughs) oh god oh my god so we have a lot of big big week coming up as a reminder this week's good morning elite will be a full review show of the revolution pay-per-view so 10 a.m on twitch.tv slash elite pov you definitely do not want to miss that if you guys want to follow the show on twitter and instagram it is at elite pov if you want to follow us on tiktok we're going to start posting a lot more stuff on tiktok to try to become tiktok famous and there's a lot of poor wrestling opinions on tiktok let us be the ones you follow for the good brain filled fucking opinions tiktok.com slash or i don't know why i'm saying that at elite pov clips i'm all over the place 
patreon.com slash elite pov if you want to reach that goal there's that's three great goals so make sure to sign up if you haven't already youtube.com slash elite pov elite pov merch.com for all this great merchandise we're talking and jackie let them know where they can follow you you can follow me on Twitter at loveyoumake24, and you can follow me on Instagram at jacksthedrawpov. Kyle, let everybody know where they can follow you and what you and Ant got cooking with the eFed stuff. Uh, you can follow me at Ollie Kyle. I've officially changed my name now to Producer Kyle because there's going to be two Kyles on this new show that I'm recording with Ant after. No, no, no. no. You're Kyle, have... no. and that's other Kyle. We're having a great Kyle debate. Okay. On the show tonight, so don't <laughs> Anyways, worry. The great debate is happening. Speaking of efeds, um, me and Anna are excited. Two K twenty two comes out next week. We're gonna be grinding really hard on creating your characters. If you guys are listening to us right I now, I can't wait until you grind all over me. Yeah, <laughs> that too. Um, but if you guys are listening to us right now and you guys want to join our e federation, have your created character come to life and have me and Ant commentate and create storylines for them with a lot of other people here in this chat and our in our live audience as well. Guys, go over to Twitch dot or not Twitch. Uh, yeah, well, Twitch TV slash Alliance Wrestling Fed. Uh, follow that as well, and then you can go to our Twitter channel, twitter.com slash awf underscore efed, and then there will be a sign up sheet there. If actually it's closed right now, so just reach out to myself and Ant in the DMs, and we'll get your character made. Um, we're going to be grinding. We're going to be uh, doing them live on Twitch. The creations, um, the character creations, the arena creations. It's going to be awesome. Two shows a week, Sunday and Monday nights. You know, you don't need to watch Raw. You can watch us. Um, but, yeah, I'm excited for uh, grinding. So, and let them know where they can find no, you. but my body. My body. Just tell me. Sorry. Um, you can follow me on twitch.tv backslash defiant, D-E-F-Y-A-N-T underscore. On Twitter at underscore defiant underscore. Um, yeah. Yeah. Don't follow me on Twitter. Twitter's stupid. It's fucking a waste of time. <laughs> Just follow the show and talk to the show. We'll all see you. But yeah, fuck Twitter. It's stupid. Listen, make sure you guys follow <laughs> A and Kyle on their uh, Twitch channels. They do some great stuff over there. And has some great stuff in the works for his personal channel. So make sure you guys follow I'll, that. We got I'll a lot look, of great I'll stuff coming up. up. The, I'll link them up in the chat. I'll link them up. Yeah, so link, link them up. up in the chat. Make sure you go over there. Drop a follow. It's free. If you guys have Amazon Prime, you can follow. You can drop us a sub for free on this channel or on Air Kyle's channel. So make sure you guys head over and do that. And before we get out of here, because I feel like we haven't done it enough, shout out to Mama POV in the chat. Hey. Yes, Mama POV. Right, we haven't, POV. We haven't said it. Shout out to Mama POV birthday. in the chat, who celebrated a birthday happy this belated. week. So happy belated birthday to Mama mm. POV in the chat. Na cucaracha. And, Mm. Don't, don't call my mom a roach. What is wrong? Oh, is that what that is? Whoops. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, that is that's oh, fucking hilarious. Remember, There's no better way to end the show than that. So thank everybody for for listening this week. Oh, cucaracha. Remember, you don't need a cucaracha to be called a cockroach. See you later, guys. Bye.